Here's Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, iHeartRadio, Live 265 with the only up-and-coming rising star right out of Memphis here. North Memphis, to be exact. Goes by the name of Jay Hal. Brand new album, Honest, is available out on all platforms now. Jay Hal, how's it going, man? Welcome to the show. How's your night going? Man, it's going well. Appreciate you for having me. Of course, man. Anytime. I appreciate what you're doing out here, especially for the real R&B as a real vocalist showcasing the talent out here. And I understand in the, in the new age, it's difficult as an artist to make it out here, but you're really breaking some barriers. Just some of the artists that you've been performing with over the years, 112, Genuine, you have that real experience, especially the background and you coming up and getting into the school choir. We'll get in, into all that, but congratulations on everything that you've achieved this far, man. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. How are you feeling about the new album, Honest, and the reception that it's been getting? I'm feeling good, man. Uh, yeah. We definitely, it it exceeded my expectations for the first week, for sure. Um, the fans, you know, they loving it. So, of course, that's all that really matters at the end of the day. Uh, but I feel good about it. I'm excited. I'm excited, you know, for the growth. I'm excited, you know, just the new ventures that, you know, the new music and the new style and just everything like it, that it'll bring. So I'm just super excited. You speak about honest on your album, and just that's why you titled it that way, especially when you listen to the song. I just want you to be honest when you're speaking about relationships. But I feel as though it has a deeper meaning. Does this have, this album title as a whole have a deeper meaning to just being in a relationship? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, mainly because I just feel like this is where I'm at in life. You know, um, just accepting things for what they are, accepting the journey, and, you know, not trying to force myself to to be you know where i want to be already if that makes sense like i get in my head a lot with the creative process i was in my head a lot i kept thinking like you know i didn't want to do the same thing or i felt like okay do the fans want more do they want the same thing from red room because i wasn't expecting red room to be what it is um super grateful but you know i just um i just overthought a lot you know what i'm saying i feel like i don't know the title just resonated with me and it was like you know i'm just i'm just gonna like just let things be. And I feel like, you know, that's what I did the album. And I feel like it was okay to, you know, make a mistake and explore and figure out like, hey, is this the route I want to go? Like, let me explore with this sound. Let me figure out, you know, more of what my fans like, what do they want from me? You know, I didn't, I didn't really know. So yeah, I just feel like the title was appropriate. And, you know, even outside of relationship life and, you know, all that, I'm just in a space of just accepting and um, just learning myself, you know, you're one of the main artists that has actually gone into the deep terminology here, especially dissecting honesty, because when we look at artists, honest with future, he's gotten into it before. And you look at artists, even such as Billy Joel, honesty, it's such a lonely word. So it's interesting how you went deep into this with this album. And you, you spoke about it before being from North Memphis, giving you thick skin. What was something that you think would have just, made you crumble if you didn't have that thick skin in the, in the industry? What would have made me crumble? Situation. Um, I still feel like um, just, it don't, it don't really matter about the background, but just being in the industry um, or putting my, trying to get my foot in the door, um, any artist, like putting yourself out there to the world and putting your, your craft out there and, you know, your personal life, your personal moments, you know what I'm saying? even though it's in music form, but it's always scary. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's enough to make someone crumble, you know, cause you have to, you know, take something that you're comfortable with or something that's so precious and vulnerable to you and you share it, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's scary in itself. But, um, you know, I think we all fear rejection. You know what I'm saying? We all fear, uh, failure. Um, so those are some things, but I, I just know, and I told myself, 
really at a young age, like I knew that this is, you know, this is my purpose. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. So regardless of whatever I go through, regardless of whatever doors get closed in my face, you know, whatever no I get, um, I know that I'm I'm on the right path. And it's just all a part of the journey. And it's just all grooming me. And then, you know, being from North Memphis, they just, you know, it teach you a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like I had a great, I had a great upbringing. I had a wonderful uh, mom, wonderful parents, wonderful family. Um, but, you know, I've had my struggles and we've all struggled. And um, so I just feel like, you know, I always, I always known, I have always kept in my mind that, you know, this too shall pass. And like, at the end of the day, it's all going to work out. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I, I, ha I have that same mentality when come down to music and whatever situation or, you know, whatever I'm doing. And I just know that it's going to work out and it's going to work out in my favor at the end of the day. It's certain stories, when you listen to artists, they speak about they've received, it always takes a hundred no's to get that one yes. Absolutely. What was the yes, that, what was the yes that surprised you? Because I, it's always curious to hear them because you get these no's and it's just, you become so just used, numb to getting all these no's constantly, constantly. So when did this yes come for you and during this period of life? Describe to me what you were going through at that time and the yes that surprised you. I don't, I wouldn't say it's like, I had like this big surprise, yes. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm still grinding, I'm still independent, I'm still, you know, taking notes every day. But the yes is like, you know, just the small things, like, you know, not to get too much into it, but like, you know, a year ago, I wasn't where I am in life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I financially, um, you know, musically, vocally, you know what I'm saying? The connections I've made, the people I've, the places I've been able to go and, you know, being able to sell out, I sold out every show that I've had this that's year. Right. Congrats uh, on that. So, thank you. And so even that, like, that's a yes for me. You know, I don't focus on like, if, you know, I'm getting from this big exec or this label, you know, like that's, that's not the yes for me. Of course, you know, those things are great if they come and they come in the right package, but you know what I'm saying? The yes is just me being able to do this independently. You know what I'm saying? Like, and being able to be in a completely different space than I was last year, you know, struggling, trying to work like all the time, you know, it's just, um, so those are the yeses that I look for. Um, but it's definitely surprising when I do get hit up by somebody that, you know, you don't even know, like, know about you. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to, you know, get too much into that. But I've had a lot of, you know, people reach out and just let me know, like, yo, just keep going. I see you. And I'm just like, damn, you know me. You know what I'm saying? So those moments are super, super dope. But, yeah, I never, um, I don't let, you know, the industry, like, define the yes moments for me. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. If they're not going to hand it to you, you're just going to take it by yourself. And you've been doing that so and far. That's just, yeah, that's just how I look at it. You know, though I said what's for me is going to be for me. Of course, you know, it's, it, it doesn't come overnight. You know what I'm saying? And I just look at it like I'm just being groomed. I got to grind for, it, you know, and it'll mean a lot more to me in the end, you know, um, to earn it, you know, so it's cool. You know, you're definitely going to get to where you want to be. And I believe you're you're already at that place just by listening to music and selling out these shows and being able to travel artists such as Genuine, because not everyone gets to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's already a testament to what you've been able to achieve. But you go back a long ways because you grew up in a household where blues was played. Christina Aguilera was a main inspiration for you. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Christina Aguilera is always the interesting one. But who, who song you think that would make a perfect duet for you oh i don't know i don't know man because i want to work with a few different people that i don't know perfect duet i don't know yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but i have a list of a lot of people you know of course like i love beyonce so that would be like you know 
amazing to get that. Well, when I get that, um, I would love to do something with Ed Sheeran. I don't know why. I just think it'd be super, super dope. Um, love his voice. Um, but yeah, I don't know what would be the perfect duet, though. I, I could definitely see many artists doing collaboration with you and it, it has to match vocally. You know, it has to be in the, in the legendary, especially coming from Memphis. I mean, Aretha Franklin, if she was ever, you know, if get some maybe old uh, recordings and even you get some remixes on that, that would be crazy as well. To just put it down for the, the hometown. Yeah. I could definitely see that. And Drake has his Memphis connections too. So you got to get on, on a track with him. Yeah. Drizzy is always, yeah, that'll be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I remember when you were younger, just hearing uh, about that, it was a, a friend of yours who heard you sing because you really started when you were seven years old and you eventually got hooked up in the choir at school in elementary school. Yeah, and it just kind of happened. I, I don't know exactly what was happening in class, but I know, I don't know if somebody was singing, I started singing, like what they were singing. I don't know what happened, but I remember singing in class. Everybody was just kind of like, dang, like, you know, like you can sing. And I got stopped at the school one day and the choir teacher was like, well, she was a choir teacher, but she was also, I don't know, she, she didn't teach math or science. It was something. You know, you got those teachers that kind of have two different classes, but um, she was over the choir and her name was Miss Sullivan. Shout out to Miss Sullivan, you ever see this? But no, um, yeah, she stopped me and just asked me to sing one day and I sung too. And she was like, you know, you have a beautiful voice. And I'm like, you know, okay, like I guess. And she gave me a solo. She told me to learn Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. Um, I learned it. I had a cousin that was in choir as well. And so the day of the show, um, my aunt came, but she was coming to, because her daughter was in the choir mm -hmm. and nobody, I guess, I didn't I don't think I went home and told nobody or, you know, so it wasn't. She put a, your mom on the phone, right? Yeah, she yeah. called her, you know, and I found out years later, that's how my mom found out that I could sing. Cause my aunt Colin was like, you know, I want you to listen to this little boy. And she was like, yeah, like, who is that? And my auntie started going out to my son, girl, that's your baby. And mom said she was just like up hollering and crying. And um, ever since then, like my family, you know, they knew and everybody just kept me singing and my mom kept me um, into things. My dad got me in the studio and, you know, I met my producer and, you know, it's just, the rest has been history. What was the full circle moment for you with you and your family as, along your journey right now in the music industry? Now that you're selling out shows, was it a particular show that your family came to and they were like, see, this is what we saw from you as a young age? Yeah, so the full circle moment for me was when I first went to uh, Rochester, New York. I went, I had talk on the radio at the time. I think I went at the end of 2019. Um, and that was like the moment for me. I was like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, this is it. Like, they didn't know the other songs at the time. They only knew talk because talk was on the radio out there. But they sung it word for word. And I had never had that. I never experienced that. You know, I've been to, I did shows and like sung other people's songs and people knew the words. You know, that's easy. Um, but yeah, I had never heard that many people singing my song. I was like, you know, like, damn, they really know me. They, you know, I can do this. I can do it. And so, um, Full circle moment for my family. I did uh, an event called Cigars, Cognac and Cars, or Cars, Cognac, Cigars, something like that in Memphis. I don't know if you ever heard of it. But um, yeah, that was the first time. I think that was the first show my mom got to come. Yeah, uh, my mom, like my aunts, um, everybody was just there. And it was just a super dope moment. They got to just, you know, witness everybody else singing, not just, you know, they, used, they know the songs because they've heard them and, you know, but they were like crying and it was just this whole thing because they just weren't expecting like people to, you know, fan out and everybody want pictures and stuff. And my mama just couldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, my, it's cool. This is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's what happens, though, when you have the talent and the success, that's all going to come to you. And in doing these performances with these major acts and legendary artists, was there one that surprised you that came up to you at a show and was like, man, you got this or gave you any important pieces of advice and perhaps told you some of the things that they went through? Um, not as in depth as that, but you know, they definitely shown their love. I, I had the pleasure of opening up for a tank. I think that was like 2017 and, you know, like he was super, super cool, super dope. And, um, you know, gave me words of encouragement and, um, yeah, I, I, that was a dope moment that I, you know, hold on to, um, genuine was super, was super dope as well. Um, but yeah, you know. Oh, but you have some legendary acts there. K. Michelle, Three Six Mafia. Memphis has some uh, really talented acts right there. When we look back at the history of it, but I've heard you speak about it before that the community just isn't there as far as like being maybe be accepted on the whole global level. What may make you think that? Do you think Memphis is held back in a way that we don't see it highlighted as much as in Atlanta, New York, and L.A.? What would be the reason why you think you guys aren't as highlighted as much as you should be? Because you have a lot of legends from there. Yeah, that's a good. I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> I'd rather not answer it just like off blank mind, but um, I don't know. I, I really don't know, but you know, <laughs> love my city. I, I don't know. I don't know if we're just kind of like a little slower to catch on. I don't know. I don't know, but you know, Memphis is amazing. Definitely a lot of talented people out there. Um, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to open up for the Grizzlies. You said I got to? Yeah, you got to open up. They got to call okay. you in to even sing one of the songs maybe a national anthem something yeah i mean that'll be dope i'm all for it <laughs> yeah <laughs> that would be dope for sure man and yeah. i, I want to get back to this album honest and because honest is, is a difficult thing why do you think it's so difficult for people to be honest and why do people choose mm -hmm. a lie over truth i mean many reasons um you know you got the the one that's not being honest um because you know some people could just like lie some people could want to like honestly truly protect the person because they know that person can't handle it you know i don't know it's like it's many it's many many reasons to why you could not be honest um but yeah you know and then i just you know some people we just got to be ready for the honesty i think that's the main thing you know what i'm saying like yeah what was a situation in life that you may have learned from someone lying to you that Mm -hmm. You said, I'm always going to be honest with myself and other people around me. Yeah. Um, I've had a few situations, but um, I know what I took from the situation is just like, that's why I said, like being honest with where I am in life or, you know, if you're not ready for a relationship or if you only want a specific thing from that relationship or that person, like it's okay to be where you are. It's okay to want what you want. And sometimes, you know, we lie because we feel like, you know, we're going to miss out or, you know, we want to hold on to something, but it's not really what, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not really up for putting in that work to keep it. And it's like, I had to learn that it's okay for me to not be, be where you are in life and be on the level that you own, you know? And yeah, that was something I took from a situation. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me about JTP recordings. Uh, that's just me, you know, my manager and my producer, we started our uh, label and yeah, that's it. Are there any talks about you signing with a major? Because I know you are independent, but have there been some talks as of lately? I know there's been some things in the past that I was reading about, but any resurfaces at all? Yeah, I mean, we got, you know, stuff that comes, but it just got to be the right thing. Like I said, for me, it got to make sense. Um, 
and I'm just not interested in just doing something just to, you know, just to do it. Look of it. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Like, no, you know, I'd heard enough horror stories. So <laughs> I'm kind of like, eh, you know, but um, definitely got a lot of stuff on the table that we're, you know, just trying to figure out. But in the meantime, you know, I'm just still independent and still pushing. And you own all your masters. And I'd love to bring this to the discussion table with future selling mm-hmm. away his masters is recently. What are your thoughts on that and just how you would apply it to your career? Do you think that you would ever sell your masters if it was the right price? Yeah, I definitely can't answer that because I don't know. Like, you know, and so that's why I say I don't, you know, you don't know what situation you don't know if you just don't know. Yeah. So I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Every situation is different. Yeah, you know, and it may be something where, you know, maybe he sold it off, but he's still getting a percentage or something. Like, you just never know. Like, um, so, yeah, I won't answer that until I'm, you know, at that, I guess, level and thinking about shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I'm not selling nothing. That's what I'm thinking. That's how I look at it. What, what do you see as the, the long-term goals here for your label? Have you thought about signing other artists to yourself or is it mainly just focus on your career right now? So it's mainly me right now, you know, and once, you know, we get things to a proficient level and like, you know, I will let them kind of decide on stuff like that. You know, the other two members, I definitely would not want to be involved with, you know, an artist and like trying to develop now, you know, I, I ain't trying to do all that, but I'm, I'm sure they probably will, you know, one day when everything is sufficient enough and, you know, we can take on it. Um, but yeah, not for me. Yeah, no. Not right now. In this yeah. moment, no. <laughs> the music speaks for itself, though, as far as Red Room. I made a lot of noise for you. You were getting major radio play. Honest is another banger right here for the next album. When we look at it and we see your career, because you put on for Memphis here, did you have to relocate at all in some instances in, in your career to get some more traction for yourself besides that you were making the radio stations? Yeah, I mean, I've been in I'm, I live in Atlanta. so I, I Okay, so you, you did relocate. Yeah, I relocated like three years ago. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, you know, I had a better situation out here. Like I said, I was able to focus and um, strictly just record and, you know, connect and meet people and, you know, um, but I, I didn't move from Memphis because like I couldn't do those things there or anything like that. Cause I recorded, if no, I did record all of Red Room there. Yeah, I recorded all of Red Room in Memphis and um, yeah, I just moved here because, like I said, it was a better opportunities, better financial situation, easier, especially with travel and, you know, shows picking up and, you know, so it just all made sense to come here. You mentioned shows. We have some honest shows coming up here. So we're still there's still going to be Red Room shows. I, I may wow. change the name to something a little bit more um, in the middle, but, you know, I'm still performing uh, Red Room. We're actually adding uh, a few more dates on before a lot of dates before the year is out. So I'll be announcing some new dates as well. Um, but I'm definitely going to start incorporating, you know, the honest songs because I know like people going to be coming in like <laughs> want to hear some of it. I just got to figure out what's everybody's favorites and what to add. And yeah. No, so it's, it's, it's going to be big. Yeah, because I'm used to like singing the same song. So it's going to be exciting to start bringing in the newbies and, you know, figuring out how to sing them and what parts and all that. Do you feel as though that you've really found yourself as an artist? Because I know you've wanted to work on stage performance and you're you're continuing to grow as an artist. Do you feel as though you've developed? And I've heard you say that in multiple interviews is going years back. So do you feel as though that you finally come into your own? Coming into my own. I don't feel like, you know, I don't ever want to just... 
I don't know if you ever just truly just well you eventually I guess I don't know um but I always want to grow that's my thing like I always want to grow I'm definitely a, a lot more comfortable on stage I'm a lot more comfortable you know in my skin and like singing and you know interacting like everything is you know I see it you know I see the growth and everything um but I'm still growing I'm still figuring out the artist the artistry part of it all um still figuring out you know how I want to be seen and all that good stuff but you know that's the beauty of it you know i wanted to bring this up to you because when i i bring it up with certain r&b artists when i interviewed brian mcknight he told me that he didn't feel the passion and and actually love when he was singing these r&b songs until his last two albums so okay. this guy was banging out classics in the 90s and i guess he didn't really feel anything from it yeah. but we did as an audience is there times when you feel as though that you just don't feel as much because when I listen to your music, it comes across as you do. But has there been times where you feel as though that you don't feel the love and the passion that you're singing in your songs? Yeah. So like, well, not that I didn't feel it. So when I recorded Red Room, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but I didn't want to put it out. Like my manager forced me to. Put I did it out. read about that, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and it wasn't because I didn't I didn't. I mean, of course, in my mind, I'm thinking like, oh, you know, the songs like I don't know if this is going to be good enough to put out like I was thinking like that but really in the back of my mind it was because like you know that was stuff that I went through so I'm like I don't do I, I don't want to put this shit out you know I'm like I ain't trying to relive it you know I don't want to hear it I know who the song's about like I you know I just didn't want to deal with it um so I can relate to I didn't start loving Red Room album until it was out and like people started loving it and like you know the shows and like okay they want you to sing this and they want you to sing that and it just it, it helped me fall in love with the songs but it wasn't that i didn't like any other music or didn't connect to it it was because i connected to it so much that i was like eh, i don't really know but you know no but the audience connects with it that's all it counts yeah and that they definitely got me excited about it so i, I remember like seeing um summer walker and she was talking about a certain song and everybody wanted her to perform it but it was about her ex and she didn't want to and i was like dang i feel that even though you know fans from a fan's point of view they don't care it's like why did you make the song why did you put it out you know what i'm saying but i definitely like felt her on that because i'm like you know sometimes you don't want to sing that you're not in that space no more or you don't want to feel that space no more so i i get it uh completely how does it feel to get comparisons to the legendary tevin campbell it's always amazing. You know, I say I call Tevin Campbell my dad. You know, I was on that concert, man. I was just like, this man is singing, like, um, but no, and I, I I'm starting to hear some of it, you know. Um, I always got like Tevin, I get Jesse Powell. Um Rest in peace. Absolutely. But um, yeah, it's super dope, you know what I'm saying? And I I I love, you know, those two artists, and it's just it's dope, you know. When we look back at classic RB albums over the years, what is an album and off that album a particular song that you think that you would just kill either on a feature or you could just take it over on your own classic aren't what like what do you mean like when we talk confessions i'm going in that territory i don't know that's a loaded question uh because <laughs> i don't want to say it and then you know it's like ah uh, uh i don't know i feel like you know if i sit with a song i can make any song my own um but i don't know that's that'll be dope i need to i don't know yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, I would love to hear you cover some of those classic R&B songs, especially ones that you're passionate about, because I know that Usher and Beyonce are, are major influences for you. Absolutely, yeah. So I know whatever you're passionate about, you would definitely kill in a cover. Mm-hmm. Man, so Jay Howe, what do you have next, man? What's next for you? What's lined up? Besides, I know you got the, the Red Room performances going still. You want to incorporate honest songs in there. 
on his tour, perhaps? And what else is on the way for you? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to dive into a lot of the things. Um, I'm looking to start getting into some acting. Uh, oh, congrats on that. Yeah, so I'm, you know, trying to venture off into that. Uh, but that's pretty much it, man. Just uh, shows and keeping things pushing, continuing to grow in the fan base. Um, I have a lot of visuals and stuff. I'm trying to really put out a lot of visuals with the new album because I didn't, you know, get to do all of that with Red Room at the time. Um, COVID happened right after Red Room, so, you know, that slowed everything down. Um, but that's pretty much it, man. Just grinding and, um, yeah. Acting, man. What type of role do you see yourself in? something dramatic you know mm. something dramatic and like something i could just like really have fun with and um i don't know just you know well if you were to say there was a movie that you liked growing up or that you could see yourself playing and could you give me like a movie we could visualize you seeing you in it um damn my mind is blank like thinking about movies. <laughs> like some like uh, what movie i never thought of it um I don't know, just anything with some drama, like maybe like, oh, have you ever seen like the movie Disturbia? Okay, yeah, yeah, with the so next door neighbors. You know, it's yeah. like funny, but it's still like serious and like I could see myself doing something like that. No, that's a fire movie when, when the no. neighbors apparently a murderer and the kids yeah, are watching next door. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I can see myself, you know, doing something crazy like that. That would be fire. Now, say if you get a call for an audition tomorrow, how are you preparing and how are you bringing yourself out? Man, I'm going to get right on YouTube and (laughs) like, what do actors do like before a role? Like I will get on YouTube and just figure some shit out. But no, I would just be myself. Like, I really feel like, you know, I can do it. Like, you know, I can tap into like this real dramatic. I play all the time. I call and I could be talking real serious and like something's wrong. And then I'd be like, I'm just kidding. Like, I can really make people believe that, you know, I don't know. I think I'll be dope at it. No, you definitely would, man. The sky's the limit for you. Yeah, man, I want to thank you for coming on the show here tonight. Keep doing great things here, especially with Honest and Red Room putting on for the real R&B heads out here, especially the people that really appreciate the raw vocals because it's difficult nowadays because I know a lot of people use auto tune. And (laughs) (laughs) so I I mean, you know, know, they got to do what they got to do to each his own. But I (laughs) give spotlight to the real R&B artists that put in the, the hard work and were actually vocalists (laughs) i appreciate it thank you for having me man i enjoy it no doubt man i appreciate anytime you're always welcome a shout to your management for setting us up absolutely absolutely thank you yeah and let them know they can follow you on instagram twitter tiktok youtube yes music one at jhow music one also my album honest my album red room is out all platforms uh also follow me no not follow me but check out my website www.jhowlmusic.com you can check them out there. Jay Howell, thanks again, man. Enjoy the rest of your night. I'm looking forward to everything you achieve next. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Have a good No doubt, one. man. Take care. Stay safe. All right, you too.